Great to be here today with my dear friend and teacher, Rabbi Micha Odenheimer of Tevel B'Tzedek. Friends, you need to know this, uh, this great rabbi. You need to know this great organization. Very important. I'm sure many of you do already, but if you don't, then you're in luck because you get to learn about all this wonderful stuff. So Tevel B'Tzedek is an Israeli NGO that aims to create Israeli and Jewish leadership that is passionately engaged in tikkun olam locally and globally. Tevel B'Tzedek's volunteers work with impoverished communities in Nepal to enhance and advance the livelihood, capacity, and well-being of their members. Tevel's model of community development focuses on education, agriculture, women's empowerment, youth empowerment, public health, and media training. The projects are led by Nepali staff and community leaders and are enhanced by the work of Tevel's volunteers. Tevel's work includes offering trainings for teachers in local schools, working with underproducing farming villages to help them increase their yield, running weekly women's meetings, focus on, focusing on women's rights, environmental awareness, health and hygiene, budget and savings and income generation, offering literacy and numeracy training for women, organizing a youth movement for Nepali youth, which is now primarily run by Nepali youth leaders themselves, building biogas toilets, which combat the sanitation and respiratory problems that lead to high childhood death rates. Tevel B'Tzedek believes that it is the Jewish people's duty to participate in creating a new vision for rebuilding the world by means of thought, words, and actions. And that only scratches the surface from the website, and there's many developments that's since the, then. Yeah, no, that's the old website. There's a new website. The there's a new website. Yeah, it just went up today. The fact is, the truth is that we're not in Nepal right now. We had a close down in Nepal and COVID. Our main, we're going to go back to Nepal, but our main work right now is in Zambia, uh, in in Southern Africa. And right. so, um, and, right. yeah. With and this is breaking news. This is breaking news. New website up today. The info we got off the website, old website yesterday, is now outdated. And we're going to learn more about Zambia today. Okay, uh, wonderful. Let me tell you about um, Rabbi Micha Unheimer, who is a rabbi, writer, journalist, social activist, and the founder of Tevel B'Tzedek. As a reporter, Rabbi Micha was report, has reported from Ethiopia, Haiti, Somalia, Nepal, India, Myanmar, Indonesia, Thailand, Bangladesh, and Iraq, often during times of crisis. As a rabbi, he's written dozens of essays on Judaism, the Torah, and social justice. In 1994, Remicha founded the Israel Association for Ethiopian Jews, a watchdog and advocacy organization that aimed to change the way the Israeli government and other institutions absorbed Ethiopian Jews. Then in 2007, Rabbi Micha founded Tevel B'Tzedek, whose goal is to connect Israel and the Jewish people with the challenge of healing poverty and environmental destruction on a global level and in Israel as well. Rabbi Micha was ordained as a rabbi by Rabbi Moshe Feinstein and studied closely under Rabbi Shlomo Karbach. Ramicha, thanks for taking time to talk. Thanks, really, for having me. Well, as Jews and um, and as rabbis, we can't not um, think about Pesach because Pesach is only a few weeks away. And so I wonder, like, um, it's such a rich experience. What are you thinking about this Pesach, you know, uh, as you look globally or as you look locally? Right. Well, globally, uh, you know, and we'll probably talk about this more, but I, I the way I read the issue now, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, is that the macro issue for us is however flawed democracy is, however flawed our freedoms are, and uh, I'm, I've been very critical of neoliberal capitalism for many years, many decades already, and yet I've been in Brezhnev's Soviet Union, I've been in Mengistu's Ethiopia, I've been in uh, the junta's Myanmar. I've been in, um, you know, a number of other places, 
there is a, just a huge difference between freedom and a dictatorial or authoritarian regime. And right now, I think that that's what's at stake in Ukraine. The world is divided right now between Russia, China, and a sort of a whole string of authoritarian regimes, which also could happen. It could also happen in the United States. And I feel that that's what's on our line is the fight for freedom. So that's on a political level. Um, on Pesach, you know, there's, there's a beautiful tour by Alexander Rebbe that I want to share. You know, it says in the tour, it says in the Haggadah, um, and then it says, you know, these, when it's making a drasha about um, where it says, it says you have to remember the going out of Egypt all the days of your lives. And then I forgot who it is, Ben Azai or somebody says, the days of your lives, that's this, that's the world as it is now. To bring, to bring is it's it means the days of, of Messiah. In other words, even in the days of Messiah, we'll still remember the going out of Egypt. So Alexander Rebbe says something very, very beautiful. He says, the days of your life, that's like your that's like your 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 all the different parts of your body because you know, in, in the, the Talmud already makes a connection between the 300, what they say is the 365 tendons and connections and bones in the body and the 365 days of the year. So, uh, the, so the Alexander Rebbe says, okay, that's the days, that's the, that's the days of your life. That means every single different part of your body, you have to fix every single part of your body. But then there's something called coal. There's something called the all of you, the whole of you. It's beyond all the different disparate parts of you. And to fix the whole, you have to try and bring the Mashiach. You have to try and you have to try and fix the whole world. That's the only way to fix the whole of yourself to keep us all together. And that's what I feel about for me about Pesach is that we're keeping alive that dream of a of 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 a of a world of, of a world that's fixed. And that that dream is also very, very deeply, we, we can't fix ourselves without without that dream. I love that, I love that. It is so easy to feel so helpless. Even, even countries and individuals who wanna speak out against Vladimir Putin, but who are afraid to do so, people who have no idea how to tackle China. I mean, we could just feel so helpless. And then we read this Haggadah about Paro and Moshe Rabbeinu of what's able to be accomplished. And so we can't ever stop being dreamers as Jews of what freedom could ultimately look like. I love that. So, and I'm glad you brought up Ukraine because Elie Wiesel famously said, wherever there's the greatest suffering at that moment is the center of the world for you. And so it feels like all of us should be running north right now um, or running east from us or west, wherever we want to go. But you're saying, let's run south. Why should we, why should we run south? Why should we go to the global south? Uh, you know, even while, even while this is happening. Well, you know, the, the, there, there's, there's crises, and right now Ukraine is in tremendous crises, and I certainly would not want to take away any attention from, from Ukraine. But then there's this ongoing struggle for, for human dignity and for, you know, just day-to-day -day life that's like a, constant, uh, like a constant disaster for people who are hungry. Zambia is a country where 45% of the children grow up stunted because of malnutrition. And it's something that's truly, truly fixable. 
and it's something that's actually affected by the Ukraine crisis because food prices are starting to go up. Ukraine and Russia pr produce a lot of the world's wheat, a lot of the world's food, and the crisis is going to affect and turn people. We're in a world now where we're so interconnected that we can't, one crisis it just you know affects, affects the whole world and the most vulnerable people, um, and many of them are in Sub-Saharan Africa and in places like Zambia, are doubly affected, triply affected by the crises that are going on. And the other part, the other thing is that, you know, you know, it says um, there's a, uh, you know, when we make a, when we make a, um, a blessing over bread, so we say, Baruch Hashem, Hamotzi Lechem Min Haaretz, he who takes bread from the earth, blessed are you, O God, O Lord, who takes bread from the earth. But the word Lechem also means, uh, in Hebrew, it means bread, and it also means war. Right. It's the same root. And there's a Hasid Torah, I forgot who said it, but that if there's enough bread, it will, that will prevent war. You know, of course, the Talmud says that too. When there's no bread in the house, fighting comes in the house. Now, that might not be the case in the Soviet imperial ambitions of the Soviet Union, but I do believe spiritually that if we work to bring food, ample food and clean water to every human being, that is a major step to also to stopping war and eliminating war. I love it. I love it. So um, let's talk about Zambia. Who, who, and yeah. uh, your volunteer program there, who can come? Who are you recruiting? Um, how long can they come for? What would they do? Okay, right now. Okay, so our, our, our um, volunteer programs are very structured. They start and they stop uh, at the same time. So this, this, this program, it's the first one we've done since COVID. So we're very excited about it. It's from June 7th until April 4th. So it's really geared towards young people who are in university. Um, and what we're doing, the, the volunteer programs support our ongoing efforts there, which we're doing in, uh, which we're making uh, in partnership with local organizations. And our thing is rural villages, subsistence farming villages who are in crisis and which most of them are, 99% of them are, and need uh, to need to reorganize and to find a new way to make enough of a living to stay on the land and educate their children and have a, great, have a good life. So that's what people will be doing. They'll be helping with, uh, they'll be helping with youth according to people's skills and experience. Uh, we need youth leaders, we need people who have some experience with farming. We need people who can help, uh, who can help farmers who are trying to understand markets, who understand, who have a little bit of, of up with finance. Um, hopefully we're gonna be working with young Zambians as well in, uh, in kind of a chavrusa. Um, and um, so if you look on the website, you'll see that we have very, very, uh, you know, articulated um, uh, TORs, descriptions of what the volunteers are, are going to do. And you have to, uh, you know, sort of look and see if, if what your, your skill set fits that. Um, but I also want to say, don't be intimidated. Um, there's a lot that you can give. Um, you don't have to be a professional. Uh, you just, you know, one of the things that my teacher Shlomo used to say is when human beings want to build a bridge, they, uh, they look for the person who's the biggest expert. When God wants to build a bridge, 
He looks for the people that have the greatest desire that really, really want to build that bridge. So um, don't be intimidated by how closely, finally, we're articulating the skill set. Uh, Apply. And we'll decide if- uh, I love it, I love it. it. So friends, follow Tevel Betzedek on social media. You can donate on their website. You can check out this great Zambia program. Very important holy work. Thank you, Rabbi Odenheim, for all you do. Thank you, Shmuley. Thank you so much. Yeah, See you, you soon.